Well, let's let's do the let's do your uh, the the kids uh, kids science okay. show. Okay. Do 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 do. It's science with Kevin. Hey everybody, I'm Kevin, and um, uh, while well, we have several guests today, our first guest he is a doctor. He is a waiter because he's uh, his doctoring is not going so well yet. <laughs> And uh, he has learned a lot about quasars and the effect that they have on punks. And uh, <laughs> so uh, if, if, if we could get a nice round of applause for uh, Dr. Wilting uh, Teldlingen. Well, thank you, Grantham. Now, microbes go through a unique process called blueing. <laughs> they blew themselves by... <laughs> Through. I think I've heard about this process. I've, <laughs> no, I, no. I certainly tried it when I was, I don't know, 12 or 13. I just, I just didn't have the vertebrates, you know? Absolutely. But kids, one thing you can remember about microbes, actually three things. Number one, you can bleed. Number two, a microbe can't wish on a star. Isn't that sad? And number three... <laughs> Microbes are a part of a scientific world that we call love. <laughs> so long, kids. Thank you very much, Doctor. That is a very enlightening uh, r r rumor about uh, using rope to find <laughs> America, even when you're already here. Uh, when we come back for our break, we're going to show you how to eat a donut, how not to eat a donut, and why to talk about a donut if you don't have one yet. We'll be right back. Hello, folks. I'm Stephen Winthrop for American Auto Dirt Dogs. This Saturday, we're having an event that brings life closer to stoves. Bring a, an April blossom to your grandma, and we'll give you a gen genuine stack of pone cakes. <laughs> and if you come in before 11.30 a.m., we will make you wait until noon. We do not open until 12 <laughs> o'clock in the p.m. So if you come at 12.01, you can come in. If you come at 11.59, you will wait one minute. If you come at 12.10, everything's fine. We've been here for a while. Hi, folks. I'm Sarah. Waterman for the National Association for Ple Pleasing Mako Sharks. This Saturday, we're having a special symposium that will teach you how to wish that you were not nice. People every day, more people every day are, are, are exploding their rice, which is really makes them hungrier. So let's help these people reach out to American lovers and let's make a, a change. Everyone, if you can, if you can spare even one dollar, you can help a child reach underneath a dog and find out what's down there. <laughs> you can help one American war widow fly like a bird with wings that we will provide for uh, up to but not including one hour a day. Or one week per month. Or a day every sort of an hour. It's, it's, it's a really weird experience when you get kind of real high and you don't know what time it is. That's what we can do with your dollar. Thank you. Hey, guys. 
I'm Roger Werber for, for water and you. Today, Americans use 75% more water than they did yesterday. That's a really big change. <laughs> and there's only one thing that causes it. It might not actually be a trend. It might just be one day's worth of water. I mean, They might have just had some sort of water explosion. Maybe, maybe but, they took a bath today. Uh, you know, they took a shower yesterday. It's hard to say. At any rate, <laughs> Americans are using water in a more explosive environment than ever before. <laughs> That's why we teamed up with Goobers Incorporated to create a, a house. Well, it's more like a room that, uh, that you can be violent in. <laughs> this is creating a change across the board and making people want to advertise with more vigor. So call today to be a part of this exciting movement and reduce your water consumption by ploding, by just exploding. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, offer not available in New Mexico, California, and Calistoga. Offer not available <laughs> underground. Offer not available in water or if sailing in a boat or if you sit on, stand on top of a pole and go, Hi, everybody. <laughs> Offer's not available if you do that either. And welcome back, everybody, to Science and Your Plates. Uh, we ha have a, a special film that we'd like to show you. It was made in 1961, and uh, it was about uh, the uh, science of exploding in the nuclear bombs, uh, sort of outdoor areas, which is pretty much everything if it's a nuclear bomb. It takes out all the walls, so, and then everything's outdoors. Isn't that fun, kids? <laughs> So this is the film called Blood is a, a Mother's Best Worry. This is John. Wait, holy moly. This is John. He's a regular guy. We see him parking his meat in this corner. <laughs> He's going to see Widow Johnson at the ferry factory. Boy, I sure hope Widow Johnson can give me the kind of love that only a lady who really hasn't had a guy around can give. <laughs> now, Richard knows one thing. That's P. 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 is great. <laughs> I mean, if I only know one thing, I definitely know that. He's making a sandwich in his mind. <laughs> but Roger is an American boy. He knows that if he trusts in God and his country, everything will be fine. <laughs> you know, that doesn't even sound right inside my own thoughts. But if I can fit my wiener inside of a p poking car uh, ex excrement, you know, something good can come of that probably for me. That's why I drink Tang salad. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a solidified form of, of fecal uh, orange juice that the astronauts used to throw away because they couldn't stand it even in outer space. Roger's been exposed to a nuclear isotope. His balls are growing living hands. <laughs> but... Do you remember the three safety caution expert tips for dealing with nuclear in materials? Number one, keep your eyes above the ground. <laughs> Number two, 
Number two. Uh, the number two safety tip for nuclear materials. Uh, always pretend that you have a catcher's mitt, even if you have, have not owned one since you were a child. It will confuse the Russians and the Chinos. And number three. Reach into Mac Mike's hand handles. <laughs> These three tips. That'll at least help Mike. <laughs> <laughs> These tips will help you deal with living in the nuclear age. <laughs> now let's watch Roger as he visits the drugstore. What's well, he thinking now? I sure hope they have cereal in here in the shape of a, of a, cr a cranial uh, razor blade. Sort of, a, sort of an item you stick inside your head to shave the insides. I hope they have that here. Oh. Of, of course they do, Roger. I'm disappointed again. <laughs> Roger's, Roger's stopping by to see Betty, but she's wearing a fool, foolish gown. <laughs> this, this is making him excited. <laughs> but, but how do we deal with our excitement in the modern age? You know, excitement... It isn't the way it used to be when my grandfather used to tell me about it, and I'd beg him not to. I really never wanted to know. <laughs> did, did not did not want to know. But, you know, I learned something that day. I learned how to run away real fast. And um, I feel like I learned, uh, I learned an important lesson about America in the modern age. You know, if you, can, if you can drop a marble off of a bridge, you can probably do almost anything. That's that easy. <laughs> Roger's sure that he can make an impact on his community by slipping his own semen into a gas gauge. Yeah, that'll have an effect. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question that will have an effect on the community. <laughs> Roger sits down with Betty. He calls the waiter over. Oh, uh, waiter, uh, do you have a, a sort of a gummy substance that I can drink instead of water or wine? And also, for my date here, Betty, how would you like it if they had this waiter just drip some soup uh, out where we can't see it? Would that satisfy your sickle cells? Well, that would be just fine. You know, Richard, I wish that we could order a sarsaparilla punch cake. And just slip, slip a fungus into it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny you should ask that. Earlier today, I was sliding down a barber's pole and pretending to be a very small fireman. And I had an idea for a new invention. It's called Sexual Automobile. <laughs> <laughs> Richard thought for a moment. This would be the perfect way to end this date. But Richard doesn't have to accept this. He can try to make it better. Let's hear what he says. <sighs> it's always nice to get a second chance. Hey, Betty, you want to pretend I'm a hang glider and just grab onto my bozers? Oh, sure thing. Okay, that worked like a dreep. It's like a dream, but also like a sheep. It's like if you dream of, a, of an animal. Richard's learning that living in the modern age takes a little more technique and a little more calm. Let's look at another situation. Richard has just 
found its way into the microscopic elves elf patrol warehouse. <laughs> Boy, this is a wild town. <laughs> I'm sure glad that this place exists in this town, this totally normal American town. Boy, I'd love to talk to an elf that has... Uh, gomers for parents. Does anybody know if I can be helped in this particular way? Richard's a little bit confused. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing he can do, and that's talk to his parents for guidance. Right now, his father, Bell Man, is arriving home from his job as a bellman. <laughs> he was sort of locked into it from birth. I mean, he... <laughs> Just didn't have a chance with a name like that, and that's why I, I really hope that that I can get some wisdom from my daddy. Hey, daddy, daddy, Bellman, are you uh, are you are you close at hand? Yes, son, I'm right here. How can I help you? Huh, daddy, I don't understand the modern age. I don't understand women. I don't understand wizards. I don't understand where to where to please a ghost if they're not into it that day, and how to find a poltergeist if your finger's not doing what you wanted it to that day. <laughs> Richard's experiencing finger wanders. <laughs> this is something that happens when you don't live the way God wants you to. <laughs> well, that, that explains it. That's definitely true of me. Your, your fingers start doing shit. <laughs> that you don't expect, right? Yeah. Yes, that's right. Let's see what his dad has to say. Well, Richard, I'm glad you came to me. I needled myself with this pair of binders, and I was hoping that you'd help me get it off my titties. <laughs> well, that was a really... You were really hoping in vain, Dad. I've got... <laughs> I'm having nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> I can tell you that. Right away. <laughs> well, son, I remember when my fingers started to wander. I was uh, just a kid, uh, growing up on Slambo Heights over there in Western Caroli. And uh, one day I met up with my favorite gal. Her name was Go Gopher Man. And her Wait, her name was Gopher Man? Yeah, she had the sweetest eye hand, uh, <laughs> hand growing out of her eye that you've ever seen. Oh boy, Daddy-O, my, my girl's just got three, three sort of uh, sorcerers coming out of her ears. That's all, that, that's all she's got, but boy, I just think she's the bee's wet, wet areas. Can you help me get inside of her ghost zones? Well, sure, son. <laughs> the thing is, we've got to respect girls. Oh. <laughs> Richard's starting to learn from his father that there's some things that you can't do. Like, you can't smear your, your little monster into her, in her cavern of aspirin without a permission slip. <laughs> I learned that one the hard way. Well, son, first thing you need to do with a young lady is make her feel beautiful. You, you plaster your gas holes all over her. <laughs> That'll make her feel beautiful, will it? Sure, and say, oh, you look really nice in that skirt. 
Okay, I was trying to, I was trying to make her feel pretty by uh, trying to shove as many donuts, like her hand through as many donuts as possible, so she has a lot of them, makes her arm look real fat, like she's got one fat donut arm. <laughs> that, that is romantic. You're starting to get the hang of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I decided to uh, start our date by swallowing a slide whistle, and every time she talked, I would I would kind of plode out my back end with a real real festive sound. Sure, sure. Richard is talking with his father about these important and sensitive issues, but what he doesn't realize is that his father is is blessing his hammer hole. <laughs> I sure didn't realize that. Richard's heading back to the five and dime to see if Betty's still there, or if she's boozed it up and and gotten on a pony. I sure hope she hasn't gotten on that pony. Okay. Oh, he finds her. She's still sitting in the same spot, but she's talking to another fella. What does he do? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. First, check my sniper rifle. And secondly... Put put a put on a sort of a gassy dress that my mother used to wear when she used to be a, an, an American sir, sir, slave. Richard's got the right idea. He's <laughs> got to try to change things with Betty before things go too far. <laughs> that, that'll change some things. <laughs> he's he's cremated a bla, a blamo sandwich. <laughs> okay, so. I've dissolved all of my record albums, and I've poured them into this jar. I'm going to write on the outside a special note. Dear Betty, what is everything? (laughs) Richard's starting to understand romance. (laughs) You can't kill what you don't pee. That's what my grandpappy used to tell me. (laughs) Now, Richard approaches Betty, but first he lifts up his penises, cran, cranberry holes. Oh, I I really should have done that at home, but, you know, I'm I'm all the way here. I might as well do it where I stand. I'm going to put on my raccoon skin cap, my raccoon penis pants, and I'm going to put on that... A raccoon uh, eyebrow jacket that uh, <laughs> my father uh, has asked me to bury him in later today. I want that back right now. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dad. Sorry. Here you go. I, I, I wondered where that was, and I looked around, and it wasn't at home, and I thought, well, where did it go? And so I decided to come down here to see if you had it, and you have it, so I'm just going to take it back and put it on. Yeah, it's pretty, that's, you really brought the whole thing full circle, Dad. See you later. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I still have those other uh, raccoon piece items on. This should still work. Okay. Okay, that new boy boy she was just talking to, he just went off to to put a fresh crease in his his, uh, undercarriage. Richard sees his moment, but he's sitting alone. He walks up and tries to talk to her. Hey, Betty, um... Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, hi. I, I just, I was hoping I could, I could just, I could, I could 
rub a mountain lion in your presence and see what that see what that did to your did to your secretions. Richard hits it. Oh. Oh boy. Richard hits it just right. He sees that Betty is falling in love with him. Her nose pleases her mustache in the most underground fashion. I can tell you've got that sort of uh, newspaper print that's showing up and through your skin. It has stories about the Kremlin. That's how I know that it's a real love. Richard and Betty will live together happily all their lives because they studied the method for living in modern times. You too can enjoy these important lessons. That was a really fantastic film. Uh, I, you know, I really, I really hope everybody got out of it the, you know, the importance of of uh, building the pyramids using uh, slave labor instead of uh, magic. <laughs> and uh, the final thing that's really important to know about a rhinoceros is they, uh, a rhinoceros. What they often say is uh, the rhinoceros is a goat of the elephant world. <laughs> And uh, I think that's a good way for you to sell money to buy T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I have a question. Uh, yes, yes, sir. What, what uh, can I do for a young man? Well, I always wanted to know. Uh, the the pecker police wanted to sh shoot down my fangs. And uh, uh, I always read in the science book that penises w wax uh, can harm a g gerbil. Is that true? <laughs> they seem like two separate items entirely that you just brought up. And uh, um, I feel like uh, there's any number of penis-related things that can harm a gerbil. There's no question. No question in my mind. So I would say just keep those two... You know, keep a little daylight between those two things. <laughs> We'd ha we have one last guest here for you, children. And, uh, ding, 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 ding. Oh. Hey, it's me, Horace, the animal guy. Hey, Chester, <laughs> I think it's time for us to talk to a talk about Animal Corner this week. Uh, animal Corner is one of the best places that we keep animals because you, you can really push them back in there. That's that's what we like about the corner aspect of this Come on, Roger. Come on over. It's time for us to take a look at the animal this week. All right. Now, What'd you bring for us this week? Now, Roger, I know you love the corn hens of Eastern Bagland. <laughs> so, I do. What I brought is a variation on the corn hen. It's a, a snaky bag. Now, Seems a pretty this, distant variation. <laughs> this bag normally looks like a bag. When you see it in its natural habitat, you think it's a dirty old bag. But what it is, it's a very fine ham uh, tasting lizard. <laughs> so is it a lizard that tastes like ham or is it a lizard that you contract out and ask him to taste <laughs> ham for you if you're not sure if you're going to like enjoy the taste of a piece of ham? This lizard tastes like ham, Roger. It's amazing. If you lick it right now, you'll notice. Now, there are animals in the wild that don't appreciate ham, and that's why this lizard is so successful in the wild. There are also a lot of animals in the wild that don't appreciate you licking them, so I'm glad that this guy's here <laughs> for us today. Also, what else have we got here? Oh, now look. Now, look at this bag of ma mice. Now, look inside there. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> I'm looking in there, and then it really delivers. That is a bag of mice. That's. So you hear no, that, and you're like, oh, maybe three mice. This is a bag full of mice. There's like dozens of them in there. It's gorgeous. Now, what happens if I drop this spaghetti fiend in there? <laughs> so hard to answer. <laughs> Oh, I just, I don't want to speculate. I'm just, I mean, <laughs> let's just try it and see what happens. I mean, that's what I say. Now, you'll see the mouse, the, cre- the creepy mouse in there, which is indigenous to Penis House. Will, <laughs> yeah, will I, ha- I had my eye on him from the start. <laughs> I, that was, I didn't trust him right away. <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see that right away he has a really cool reaction. Uh, I, I could I could almost sense his reaction starting to kind of bubble up out of his gums. You know, just you really see Rich, you see Richard, the creepy mouse of Western Hangertown won't won't take a mate until his little nice pip, pimple has expression. <laughs> wow. That, how can he tell what happened? I mean, that's... Well, this... Uh, oh, I've got one more animal for you, Roger. Where do you see this? Remember when we took a look at the mi- mighty owl of Bandor? Yeah, that was the first time I ever... Uh, I ever t- 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 took a part of my body uh, and used it as a ribbon to wrap a present. <laughs> Well, those owls are extinct, so fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but, well, I guess I'll just have them wrap it at the store from now on, I guess. <laughs> yes, but this owl, there's plenty of them. This is the geese owl of Western Paleo, Maine. Now, it looks like a goose, but it's really an owl. So, why, I mean, what difference does it make then? I mean, why don't we just call it a goose? Oh, oh right. I think he wants. To, I think he wants to say. Tell us something. What? 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 What are you saying, boy? What's I that? Am, I am experiencing bones. I, I think I know what he means. I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to be, breathe inside a sna- snack machine. <laughs> <laughs> How does he know that? That's so true. <laughs> well, that's part of their natural habitat. They live inside uh, vending machines. <laughs> so so they used to have to live inside of like prehistoric vending machines, which is just like a cave or something, right? <laughs> yeah, as a prehistoric vending machine would be like a, a tree, hollowed out tree with a, a, a dead rat. Or like it. a raisin or something just sort of accidentally that fell inside fell into it. it, yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Okay. This owl is very successful because of its defense mechanism. Now, most geese just ha- I mean owls just have a sharp beak. This goose geese owl has a, a microscopic sandwich. <laughs> so, does he like feed it to his enemies and they <laughs> they feel like they overate and they get kind of sleepy? Well, they don't even know they're eating because it's so small, the mm-hmm, sandwich. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, they feel Kind of confused, but have a but tasty. 
<laughs> so they don't know what's going on, but they're like, is there mustard around somewhere? <laughs> there is mustard, but it's so small they, they can't put their finger on it, you're saying. The amazing geese owl of Western Cambridge, Ohio. Wow. That's Animal Corner for this week. Uh, See well, you, Richard. I'm going to go snack myself. <laughs> That's always what you say, Wesley, and thank you so much. Well, children, the time has come to end our show, and we end it, as always. Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, adult man who doesn't want the show to end. <laughs> I, am a, I am not an adult man. I'm a child. <laughs> Anyway, the thing we have to do is what we do every week. We say the one thing that Albert Einstein always said every kid should know about science. If you waste your life wondering uh, what happens to lightning when you're not looking at it, you can find that a ghost has uh, an erect cheese taste that he doesn't know what to do with, but he definitely is going to make you have to deal with it. <laughs> so that's that's our show. Thank you so much once again for tuning in to This Is an Understandable Way to Spend a Last <laughs> Supper. <laughs> All right. All right. Is that... Is this... Let me find this, uh, the medium for this seance. Mm -hmm. Let me find, all right. All right, so you have come to me with, uh, with uh, this uh, spiritual question that I will, I will attempt to contact the other side, the other place where people are upside down, their feet are in their eyes, they hear shoe soundings. You will tell, and I will ask, and I will tell what they tell through their shoe mouth eye face. What is it, the question, that you have for the spirit? Mistress, uh, Mistress Cavallari, um, I am L Lucy Winters, and... Are you sure, dear? Yes, I'm positive. I've been that ever since I was born, so please don't fucking mess with me. I, I was getting a sense that you had the letter G written on your face, and I was wondering if your name was God or, or Grace. <laughs> Is it either no, of those? It's Lucy. Oh, I don't have to guess your name. I'm, I am sometimes when I do medium stuff, I guess people's names just to show off, but you, you're going to tell me. That's okay. <laughs> no, but I'll let you guess how many sto stupos I have in my bones. You got four. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> You're uncanny. I don't got a can. I don't do it. I, I take a stupu for the bones, and you tell me how many. I say three, and you say four, but I said four. You see what I mean? Mistress <laughs> Calvary, two years ago, I lost my beloved shoe. Uh, my shoe, his name was Sammy, and we did everything together. You we just named walked. the one a shoe. Yes, we, we walked together. We, we, we well, I guess you probably have to, yeah. <laughs> we ran together. We did everything together. Well, I guess everything that you wear a shoe Everything you do with yeah. a shoe, you would do with yeah. this one, you say. Yeah, but you know, I lost him in a, a cone, cone accident. Oh, no. And, oh, I'm so sorry to hear it for your loss. 
<laughs> Mr. Calavari, can you tell me, on the other side, how is he doing? Let me see. What? Can, tell me the name of the shoe again. Yeah, home, homely, homey. Okay, we're trying to contact home, home, homing. Home, home, homing the shoe. Is home, home, homing the shoe out in the world for us to talk? If we say hello, shoe say hello to us. Home, home, homing. Is is you available to speak? Yeah, no, he's not going to come. He's not interested. It is I. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Home, home, homing. Is this a you? Yes, I have been homing in on my bowler shirt. That <laughs> sounds like a good project for you, home, home, homing. Uh, Lucy, Lucy would like to talk to you if she could hear how you are doing on the other side. What could you tell Lucy? Yes. Do you tell, remember Lucy? Tell me, my sweetheart. I can hear you. Please tell me, how are you? Do you remember Lucy at all, home, home, homing? Just sort of. Yes, a kind of, right? Yeah, I, the, the name rings a bell. Yeah. Well, does it, it, Lucy, could you describe your foot to hum hum humming? Maybe that's closer to his experience of reference. You know what I'm saying? Homie, I, I love you so much, and I, I miss you. I just want you to tell me. I gotta tell you, Lucy, you sound pretty calm and not surprised that you're hearing a disembodied voice oh of my a shoe. Goodness. I can't believe I'm talking to <laughs> my shoe from the other side. <laughs> It just occurred to me that you seemed really like it was Is no that good big thing. for you, bitch? <laughs> it was not a criticism, you know. It was just. <laughs> I mean, in a way, I was impressed, you know. I just I feel like, oh, she's a pretty chill lady, you know. She's really calm, like a, a ghost coming, she's from a shoe coming to talk to her. She's like, yeah, you know, it's cool. She just go right to the question. I'm sorry, okay. home, home, homie. What, what's going on? Can we move this along? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I apologize. Got shit to do. <laughs> yes, no, no. I'm sure you do. So, uh, I believe a loose question to you, home, home, home. It was, how are you doing exactly out there? Is everything okay? Fine. <laughs> That's it, huh? <laughs> Just don't want to... You don't really want to... Don't really want to get into it with Lucy, is that maybe it? Please, homie. I love you, and I've had to live without you these last two years. Can you please tell me, how are you? Pretty good. I mean... Homie, is, are you coming back to the, to the pool? I'll be there in a minute. Oh, hey, uh, is that the... Who, who, who we got there? Oh, oh no! Oh, actually, I died for a second accidentally, but uh, I'm okay now. You know. That's my new mate. It's a a pillow dog. You 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 hooked up with a pillow dog once you got to the other side. Is that what I'm? Is that what I'm? That's what I'm getting, Lucy. Are you okay with that kind of thing? Does that sound like a positive for him? For you? What? Oh no, my precious. Home, home, homey. It's gone. We really stuck you're with that fraud. name, too. Mistress Calavari, you're a fraud. What? <laughs> I'm not paying you. <laughs> Wait 
wait a second. Wait a minute. How's my fraud? I, we actually talked to two ghosts. You paid for one. You heard it. And you're not going to pay me just because your shoe doesn't quite totally remember you? That doesn't sound like a very neighborly thing. I mean, come on. Hello, Mistress Calamari. Calamari. Yes, it's it, it's I. I'm Stuart Renfro. I, I'm the one that emailed you about my about my long lost sister. Oh, Stuart Renfro, Lucy, get out of here! I'm gonna talk to Mr. Renfro. You're not gonna pay. You're not gonna stay, Stuart. I yes, yes. I'm so happy to. You you say you have a sister who fell underneath the stove. What was it? <laughs> yes, she fell underneath the stove years ago, and we knew she was there, but we pretended she was dead, and then after a while, she died. But. <laughs> So that, that must have been a big relief for you guys to like not have to go through all that pretending anymore. No, it was horrible. Oh, horrible I guess I read boss. that wrong. You are a fraud. I'm leaving. Wait. Hey, is he gone? I, I wanted to talk to that man. He, I think he was used to be my brother. Is he still here? Hello? Oh, uh, Mr. Scalabori? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Are you Mistress Calvary? Yeah, sure am. But what, are you a psychic? That's a joke we tell, we never tell. It's not a good joke. Go ahead, you talk. I listen. That is how we start. Well, are you a psychic? Sure. You. What, are you a psychic? You ask a question, you already know the answer. Yeah, it's a joke we tell. We don't tell it. You say. <laughs> Well, you keep saying you don't tell it, but you are telling it. Well, I don't tell it right after I say I don't tell it. I tell it, and then I say we don't tell it, but I, then I don't tell it right then. Okay. Uh, Mrs. Calvary, uh, I, a uh, long time ago, I met a guy in a, in a whaling corporation, and uh, he he torched himself in a in a gall bladder accident. Yeah, gall bladder whale torching. It happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I really would like to contact him from the beyond so I can get his gray gray shirt I liked he wore. He had a gray shirt and you want to know where he buried it before he died. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay, so we're looking, we're looking for a gallbladder whale accident burn guy who had a gray shirt when he died, but he didn't leave it to his friend, so maybe not such a good friend. Is he there? Can we talk to this man? You've got your work cut out for you. Yeah, I'm already here. No, no, she she got it. Oh my gosh, it's it, it's 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 him. Yeah, she 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 got it. Yeah, Richard. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray, is that you, yeah, Ray? Yeah, Richard, it's me. Yeah, yeah. What's um? Oh God, Ray. I'm really sorry about shooting you with that gun. <laughs> yeah, well, you could even just said you're sorry about shooting me <laughs> at all, because none of the things you shot me with felt any good. Shot me with the crossbow, that felt pretty lousy. Well, listen, I wanted you to tell me, because you've been on the other side, in the realm of death, are there any low, low bees? Yes. Wow. I re I've been, wow, I've been, thank you for telling me that. I've been, gosh, I've been tortured so many nights, I've been wanting to know. You've really uh, been thinking about if there are any low bees? Yeah, are there? How's the food? I'm a, let's go back to your house. I'm, a, I, I, I'm not really wild about where I'm staying right now. You have room, right? I can just sort of hang out at your place forever. Well, I'll listen, I'll text you because I've got some things going on this weekend, but I'll, I'll be in touch. Okay, yeah, well, this is an eternal thing, so, you know, this weekend's no biggie. You know, I can wait until okay. Monday morning. 
Okay. Uh, maybe, yeah. like, if you text me early Monday morning. And also, I don't sleep, so you can text in the middle of the night. Doesn't bother me. I mean, anytime. Also, I don't have a phone, so just scream the text. Oh, uh, okay. Still 140 uh, characters, though. Yeah, yeah, there's 140 <laughs> characters maximum when you talk in this way. I, I know how to do it, so you don't, can't even tell the way I talk, but I, 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 gotta, I gotta talk to them in 140 characters, yeah. Okay, uh, well, thank you so much, Mr. Calvary. Everything people said about you is true in your powers of the beyond. Oh, well, that's, you know, it's so nice to finally meet someone who understands. So that's, uh, that's uh, going to be $50 and uh, $45 extra dollars if you want a, a texting plan. Well, thank you. Do you mind accepting my cock into your eye hole? Well, accepting is not probably what's going to happen, but let's give it a try. <laughs> I mean, I hope acceptance is not what you're you are banking on, like, for all day, but let's just say it's okay. Is that, is that, is that, is that going to work for you?